On this episode of the Infant Adoption Guide Podcast, we talk with Becky Fawcett about adoption grants. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Infant Adoption Guide Podcast. My name's Tim Elder. I'm an adoptive dad of two and we're starting on number three. This, ep- this show is all about domestic infant adoption and helping you on your journey mat- match faster, cheaper, and with less stress so you can realize the dream of becoming parents through adoption. So thanks for joining me. I have another great guest on the show today. I'm so excited to talk with Becky Fawcett, who has uh, founded with her husband the organization called HelpUsAdopt.org. It's an adoption grant service in which is just incredible help to families like us that are trying to adopt and just are falling short of the amount of money it takes to adopt, to adopt domestically. In our case, it was domestically. And uh, so Becky is here to share all about adoption grants, what they are, how they work, how helpusadopt.org works. And uh, it, just a, it's a nonprofit organization well, we'll get into how much money they give out and certain times that they give per year that they give money out to and how that all works and how you can apply. Uh, I've just been waiting to talk with her. I've been following HelpUsAdopt.org for a while, and I'm uh, just finally uh, so happy to have her on the podcast to share all the great information about HelpUsAdopt.org. So stick around. Here's the interview. Okay, everyone. On the show today, we have Becky Fawcett, who is the co-founder and executive director of HelpUsAdopt.org. Prior to uh, founding Adopt, HelpUsAdopt.org, uh, Becky was a successful luxury lifestyle public relations and marketing specialist. That's a mouthful. Who owned her own firm uh, in New York called the Fawcett Group. And before starting her own business in, in 1999, she was director of uh, marketing for a Philadelphia magazine. But in response to their own adoption experience, her and her husband kept founded HelpUsAdopt.org in 2007 in order to help people overcome the obvious financial hurdles they meet along the way in completing their own adoptions. So Becky, was, she's been recognized for her work many times over the years, and uh, one, a couple of the recent ones was uh, being named Hero Among Us by People Magazine in 2011. And in 2013, she received the Congressional Institute's Angels in Adoption Award. That's a very, very cool award to get. And uh, she's also a member of the American Fertility Association Adoption Advisory Council. So she serves as executive director for HelpUsAdopt.org on a pro bono basis, and she also writes her own blog. I don't know how she has time to do all this, but her own blog is called AnInfertileBlonde.com, and that was recently recognized as one of the top 20 adoption blogs by Adoptive Families Magazine, so that was pretty cool. But I would think, uh, Becky, your, your own, the most important title to you would be mom to your two kiddos, and you, adopt, you and your husband adopted your son in uh, 2005 and your daughter in 2009. We can talk about that in just a minute, but just wanted to get that out of the way and welcome you to the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. Thanks, Tim. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Absolutely. Did I get and those yeah. dates right? Uh, I, I know you You may have finalized, I think you finalized the adoptions in, in 2006 and 2010. Is that correct? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I read that um, right. okay. So yeah, my son is now eight and a half, and my daughter is yeah. four and a half, um, and uh, everybody's good. But yeah, it really is. Um, 
my most important title. And I, you know, I, it sounds so cliche to say that. I yeah. know I yeah, hear absolutely. it and I, I say, <laughs> oh God. But one of the things that um, just amazes me every single day of my life is that how much these kids mean to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of the struggle. You know, I know every parent loves their children. I, I get that. Um, but I seriously look at my kids every day still and start to, like, get welled up, even when they're disobeying me and, you know, trashing the kitchen or something <laughs> they shouldn't be doing. I really sit back and go, I'm so lucky that they're in my life. Yeah, let so, alone when they do something special or give you a big bear hug or something like that. Yeah, I, it happens to us, well, not on a daily basis, but frequently, yeah. Yeah. So I try to juggle everything in my life so that I am, you know, around in the afternoon and there for bedtime and I do drop off every morning at school. And the, you know, obvious answer when you read my resume and you say, how the heck do you get all this done? It's a, it's a bit of a nightmare. I mean, it really is. My schedule is always overbooked, absolutely always overbooked. I'm always running from one thing to another. Um and the easy answer would be to hire a babysitter. And uh, I can't. I just can't do it. I mean, I do it if I have to travel for work to go raise money for org. But if I'm here in New York City, I figure that I can just be a little more tired when I crawl into bed at night and that it'll Absolutely. all get done. Good for you. Yeah. Keep that most important title going. Because yeah. that's, that's what's yeah. most important to your kids, that's for sure. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you and your husband to, for starting this organization. I've, I've basically started the adoption process in 2006, so we've uh, I've been following or reading about you and what you've done basically since you've launched. Um, yeah. We haven't, thankfully, we haven't needed the grant process ourselves, but I know so many people that have, and you've helped. Well, let's see. Since 2007, it says you've helped build 107 families. I'm sure it's grown since then even um, by awarding over $900,000 through this grant program. Yeah. And yeah. and just, let's see, in your most recent grant cycle, you awarded $150,000 to a group of 16 families. So the average grant was just over $9,000. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is so many people say, why on earth did you start this? Um. And the answer, you know, this is, I did not aspire in my life to be a nonprofit professional. It was not on my radar screen. It was, I was a publicist. I was in marketing and advertising. And so it wasn't even my career path. And I just, you know, I sort of, my life took me here. And I, Kip and I realized when we were adopting Jake, you know, there, listen, there was going, I won't lie to people because people will be like, oh, well, you must have so much money. You don't know what to do with it. And that's far from the truth, too. The answer was I had just enough money in my savings account to adopt Jake in 2005. And there was going to be nothing left, which was sort of a bummer in your savings account to watch it go down to zero. But Kip and I never, ever lost sight of the fact that it was there to use. And, you know, for whatever reason, every single day, I kept saying, oh, my God, we're so lucky as I'm draining my savings account. You know, it's sort of a a funny thing to say if you're watching this money disappear. Um, And then we started thinking, well, gosh, what if we hadn't had this money? 
what would we have done? How would we have become parents? And so I started sort of digging around to see what happens. What do people do? And I found a handful of organizations online back in 2000 and early 2007. I guess I started researching. And the bottom line was they had very strict rules, these organizations, and very strict criteria. So they defined what a family was, which was primarily a man married to a woman. Um, They defined what religion was. So if you didn't worship their God, you could not apply. Uh, They defined what adoption was. They said, you know, we will help you if you adopt this way. Um, They charged an application fee. And they, the final sort of thing that made me sit back was they were giving small grants. Back in 2007, when I started my research, the largest adoption grant out there was $2,500. And in my head, in my marketing head, I said, wait a minute. You cannot define what a family is. That's ridiculous. You can certainly not define what religion is, for God's sake. Ha ha, pun. Um, you know, you can't, you cannot tell people who to worship. Um, you cannot tell people how to worship. And then defining adoption, I said, geez, you know, when you end up at adoption's door, for the most part, you've really been through the ringer and you've made this decision on how to build your family. And now someone's going to tell you you're not worthy. I said, wait, that's wrong. And then charging people to apply. I mean, listen, if you make 50 to $75,000 a year or, maybe less, a $50 application fee, that's a week of groceries. I said, why would you ever charge someone that fee? And then on top of it all, you've got to give them a, a large grant that can change the process, that can change the process. And yes, that means you might help less people every year, but what that means for me was that we were actually giving people the final piece of the puzzle to put the child in the home, which made me feel very good about the time I was donating to raise this money. And then in turn, I go back to my donors and say, you didn't just keep people in limbo. Your money brought, you know, to use the June grant cycle that you just talked about, your money brought 16 kids home. Or if they're adopting multiples, maybe more. Um, people like that. People like feeling that their donation really put a kid in the home. I mean, no one wants to hear, oh, well, it put someone in limbo because we only gave them $1,000. That's not solving a problem. So that is how we started this organization. And, you know, we really just wanted to base it on an open door equality policy all the way around and give larger life-changing grants, and, you know, it seems to have worked. Um, Here we are, airing year, we'll turn seven in November 1st, and uh, as you said, we've helped 107 families so far. By the end of the year, that number will increase again, and we will have gifted over a million dollars since we started. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's just a great, great accomplishment. Thank you. Helped so many families. Like, I, I really appreciate what you said they're helping change the lives of families rather than just uh, giving them a little bit 
to move on and I, I, I totally agree with how you're doing things there that, that really does change families. And listen, you know, sometimes we get emails with people criticizing that we're having enough families in a year mm-hmm. and, you know, I sort of sit back and everybody's entitled to their opinion but what people don't understand about me is it kills me. It kills me when we have to say no to someone. I mean, it's just, it's the worst thing in the world because I've been in their shoes. And that's what I think some of the grant applicants do forget is that I've been in their shoes and that's why this whole thing started. And every single day, you know, going back to spending time away from my kids, like I'm doing it for people I don't know. But it's important to me. It's important to me that these children have homes and it's really important to me that other men and women have the opportunity to be parents through adoption. Yeah, huge, huge. Well, can we get in a little bit of what, I mean, obviously grants, for anybody that doesn't know already, grants is basically free money. And what that means is there's an application process. So you apply and you say this is reasons why we're adopting, but reasons also why we need this grant to help us complete our family. And yeah. you at helpusadopt.org, not just you, Becky, but your team help uh, work to figure out who is, I, I guess for lack of a better term, more, most worthy to receive these grants. Is that a right way to say uh, it? That's a hard way to say it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it, it, so here's the thing. I know. So, um, I just had a, an, an email debate with um, a family who did not like our policy, and they're entitled to their opinion. But we are very open about everything we do. There are no secrets here to help us adopt. Everything we do is posted on our website. Our application is posted free of charge, so you can download it, take it out, look at it, compare it to other grants. I don't care what you do with it. Um, you know, it, it, there's nothing to hide on this application, and. But what we do put out there to begin with is we prioritize prioritize childless families. And the reason we do that is because I just, you know, we get requests for over $6 million a year in help. Wow. And right now we have $300,000 to give away a year. I mean, it's, when you say those numbers, it just makes me fall back. Yes. I mean, but the fact that seven years ago, this $300,000 of help annually didn't exist. Um, and it's a lot of money, but there's even more need out there. And so we had to prioritize childless families. And we feel as an organization for the reason that, you know, people just, it's striving to have one child. And so, um, not that people, listen, I understand wanting to have a second child more than anybody. Um, but until we have more money to give away, the priority lies with childless. That's not to say we don't help people with, with existing children, but um, the priority lies there. And then what we look for, um, to be open and honest, is we look for um, people who are doing absolutely everything within this their power to make this work without asking for help. So to give you an example, if you were to apply for a grant from from Help Us Adopt and you were to say in your personal statement that you have $35,000 of savings, but you don't feel like draining that because you'd like to have a college account for your child when you <laughs> adopt them, that's, yeah, that's not, not what we're looking to list, do. Right. You have access to that. And 
it's probably not the prettiest picture. I, I speak from experience on that. I mean, we ended up with nothing after we adopted Jake. Um, but we're looking for the families who have said, you know, we've done everything within our power. We've taken on a second job. We've done this. We've done that. And um, we're still $8,000 short. Can you help us? And those are the applications that really speak to us because, you know, we all know how important it is to be a parent. And I, I, I really think that if you ask any adoptive parent, no matter what their financial situation is, they will tell you that they did make sacrifices while they were adopting because it's expensive. Yes. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Um, I know Kip and I, you know, we didn't need a grant, obviously, but we made sacrifices those years we were adopting um, because it was very, very expensive. And I'm not complaining. I'm just stating a fact. Yeah, understood. Yeah, and it, it, it's a whole different conversation about how expensive it is and why it's so expensive and how you can basically try to adopt a, a little bit cheaper. I mean, that's those are totally different conversations. Right now, we're just talking about grant grant money. Why you would apply to get an adoption grant? Yeah, and, yeah. And what? Folks and and so some people let's let's put the obvious out there. Some mm-hmm. people will say to me. Well, I don't even know why I should bother filling out an application if you have so many people applying. Mm -hmm. You might as well try, is my response. Now, if you have four children, okay, I will tell someone. The odds are really stacked against you. You were probably not in the running for a grant. But if you read our website and the guidelines for applying and the frequently asked questions, you know, I mean... I bet if you were to ask the 107 families who received grants, they probably didn't think they were going to get one. I mean, you just, you never know. You never know. And filling out the grant application is not that much more work than anything um, that any adoptive parent hasn't already done because, you know, it's basic questions exactly like what you've already done for your home study and things like that. And then you have to. We ask for a short personal essay on what does this all mean to you? Why are you asking for help? Why do you want to adopt those things? And you know what? Most people they already know the answers to those questions. Yeah, that should um, be pretty easy. And with us, there's no application fee. So uh, listen, I understand if you're looking at applying for a few grants and there's a fifty to seventy-five application fee on all of them. You're absolutely right. You should ask. You should call those organizations, and you should ask some very detailed questions. Because, um, you know, I, I spoke to someone the other day who told me they applied to another organization. There was a fee involved, and then they found out three months down the road that the organization wasn't giving money away this year. Boy. Well, that's not really okay. Yeah. That's not okay. Um, so the family didn't get a grant, and they were out there application fee. Um, so I do tell people that if you're applying to an organization that does require a fee, you should call. You should say, when is your next round of grants? How many grants do you anticipate giving away? How much money do you anticipate giving away? And, um, you know, again, there's no promises, but at least you know then that it's actually happening. Like, if you were to call me today and say, what's the deal? 
I would tell you to go to our website because the next, um, I believe the next deadline is, don't quote me, I should know this, but Friday, October 10th, I believe, um, for application, but you can check on our website. And then in the month of December, we will be giving away another $150,000 of adoption grants. It's ready to go. I mean, we're just waiting for the deadline to pass, and then we will read everything. So people know that it's actually happening. And that is really important. It's really important if you're applying to something to know that it's actually a viable, functioning organization. Absolutely. Yes, you're right. October 10th, Friday, October 10th, I'm just looking at it right now on the website. So if you're listening to this prior to October 10th, 2014, please uh, get your application in, even if you if there's any doubt in your mind, or I shouldn't say any doubt, if you think at all that you could use this this grant in any way, read their website, read the frequently asked questions, get the application turned in, because like Becky said, you just, you never know how you're going to, where you're going to be in the, in the, in the process. You just I mean, don't, yeah, you just don't know. And then, so the next thing is, because we are a viable, sustainable organization, is that applications that are received after this postmark will go into the next grant cycle. So next year, in the year 2015, we are changing things slightly, and I don't have those deadlines yet. We're working on them, but we will be giving money away three times a year starting in 2015 instead of twice a year. And the reason we're trying to do that is we're trying to be more uh, deadline-friendly to families who are in the process of adopting because we all know how unpredictable adoption is. And sometimes surprises come up to people and they need help now and our deadline cycle is nowhere near where they need help. So we are adding an additional cycle next year. Um, so people can check back on the website yeah. uh, soon and see when those three deadlines in. But whenever we receive someone who's after a deadline, we roll them into the next cycle. And awesome. so it just continues down the road. Now, I know, folks, we can get into – we don't have time to get into a lot of conversation about what it takes to apply, but certain things you have to do. But there's certain – there are a few things we can mention here. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of them is you must have a home study, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Another one would be you must not be pursuing infertility treatments while you're simultaneously while you're pursuing adoption, correct? Yeah. And the main reason for that, it's funny, because someone said to me once, they're like, would you not believe anymore? I said, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. But what it has to do with is if you found the money to continue with IVF and you're asking us for help with an adoption, that's, that's a financial issue. Yes. So, you know. You're, you obviously have some accessibility to some funds, and you're choosing not to spend them on the adoption, then, then it's really not okay that you ask for a grant. And that's the reason we ask. We ask that, you know, you're taking all your extra money, and you've committed to adoption, and you're moving forward. Listen, I, I did IVF five times, um, so I, I would never tell someone not to do it, but it didn't work for me. Yeah, it's, it makes sense. You, you, like you said before, you need to be focused on your adoption and you need to show that you are pursuing it with everything you've got. And I can't imagine really and, anybody and a lot isn't. Of our, I'm sorry to interrupt, but a lot of our applicants, Tim, mm -hmm. they don't even try IVF because their funds are so limited that they know their best bet is to put everything they have towards an adoption. 
Yeah. And, you know, that's it's real. It's very real. Absolutely. Well, let's talk quickly. Um, obviously, your whole base of, of help get helping people is through donations. And obviously, we were talking a little bit before the interview started about how you get donations and, and where you get the bulk of them. Could you just quickly talk about your uh, donation base? Yeah. I mean, the main reason that people give to helpusadapt.org is because they believe in family, period. doesn't matter how their family was built but they can appreciate the fact that there are some children that don't have families and some grown-ups that don't have families. And that in order to bring these grown-ups and these children together, it takes a very expensive process. So that is really my marketing platform. And yes, we have some very large donors. Those are typically adoptive parents or adoptees. Yes, there is a special connection there. But really, I mean, there, it's hard to find someone who doesn't appreciate what the concept of adoption is. And it's really hard to find someone who does not appreciate the struggle that some people have to have children because there are so many people who have struggled to have children. Even if they've ended up having them biologically, you know, the IVF numbers are just staggering these days. So, um, you know, we really we meet people every day introduced to new people every day and that's the funny thing so some people will say to me I probably hear this I don't know multiple times in a day is there any way to help help us adopt.org that doesn't cost any money (laughs) and there's two ways number one you can promote the heck out of us on social media tell the world we exist because I guarantee you that someone in your network will share it to their network I guarantee you that someone in everybody's network who sees it can either use our help or can help us. So that's one way. And the other way is introduce us to people. You know, I've had friends who have said, I really can't give you more than like $50 a year, which we're so grateful for, but I want to introduce you to my friend so-and-so. And I go to the coffee with so-and-so, I get a $5,000 donation. It's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, introductions cost no money. They're so important to organizations across the board, not just, excuse me, not just our organization, but any organization that needs to meet like-minded people that care about the cause. Well, and that's so, what I'm hoping this you know, podcast does is spread the word for you big time that uh, folks yeah. can not only take advantage of the of the grant process and help them complete their families, but then spread the word about donations because like you said, even if you're giving fifty dollars a year, I mean, if you have thousands and thousands of people giving fifty dollars a year, that adds up and will help oh complete my more gosh. families. And I I tell people all the time, if you knew how many of our donors, you know, if I raise, let's say I raised six hundred thousand dollars last year, if I told you how many of those donations were under two hundred and fifty dollars, you'd fall out of your chair. I mean, it's really, it takes, you know, it takes, every penny counts, I tell people. Every donation counts. You know, someone will say, I can I can only give you $10 a month, but I'd like to sign up on auto pay on my credit card. Well, that's $120 a year. Yeah. That's a good donation. And who can't live without $10 a month? Um, and that, <clears throat> excuse me, that $120 at the end of the day helps the kid get a home. I mean, you can't really feel much better than that. Um, Absolutely. Gives the kid a future. 
so it's really, it's really, you know, philanthropy, when people hear that big fancy word, they think, oh, people are giving millions. People are giving hundreds of thousands. But really, you know, people give $50 here, $25 here, $100 here. It all adds up. Absolutely. Well said. Yes. And I really appreciate you coming on because I think people really need to understand the grant process, especially for your grant process, because you, like you said, it's so open and uh, out there and easy to apply and you don't have a whole lot yeah. of requirements. So it's just makes sense. If you're, you in know, adoption, I think there's something, it. you know, it's very nerve wracking for any website. I don't care what the case may be when you need to give your personal information and your credit card before you can download an application. I, I think there's something wrong there. Um, you know, I, I don't believe that that's the way to help people. Because what if you get the application and realize that this doesn't apply to you? Right. You know, what if you realize that this deadline is not going to work with your adoption plan? Because most grant organizations do not reimburse. Um, this is money that is used to pay the final opening invoice from your adoption professional. Um, you know, what if there's just so many things? So I just believe and our organization believes that we are open and honest and, you know, we might not be for everybody, but, you know, the main reason that people don't apply for, to us is that we've missed that they can't fit with our deadline. So. Understood. Well, if there's one main thing or most important thing you want families to remember about helpusadopt.org and your the process, the, the grant process that you have, what would that be? Okay. So if I could ask every listener to do one thing for me that would take them about um, 10 seconds and cost them no money, talk about us in your Facebook status or Twitter status and send Easy it out enough. there. Easy enough. We all can do that multiple times. <laughs> yep. Tell the world that helpusadopt.org is building families through adoption grants. Very good. And we'll, our doors are open to everybody. Very good. We, we will do that. Uh, I know we will. And I appreciate you, you coming on today. And I just want to remind the folks, uh, obviously, there's a whole lot more to talk about with helpusadopt.org. But you can get – your website is so great because you have so much information already on there. I mean, you can you read – your whole your story is on there, plus the whole application process. The frequently asked questions. You can even read about their the board of directors, their grant selection committee. All of that stuff is on there. Uh, so I really want you to go to the website and check it all out. Read about it, and even how to donate is is really easy on there as well. So please go to their website and and check it out. And it, you can also find her blog on there. Your blog, an infertile blonde dot com um congratulations by the way getting that selected as top 20 adoption blogs that was pretty cool thank you have, how long have you been doing that blog since, since i don't you know adopted? i can't even remember <laughs> i <laughs> think i, I remember oh, 2009 I mean, I, and i lost track of it this summer i really have to get back into the swing of it this fall but you know the thing is is you ask me how i get it all done in a day and when i have to drop something it's the writing that gets dropped yeah because the writing to me is like dicing on the cake. <laughs> um, so I can't stop raising money and I can't stop spending enough time with my kids. So the writing drops, but I really do miss the writing. And as you know, I got a lot to say. So <laughs> I really need to get back to it. Well, you do a good job of it when you do write. So thank you. Thank for, you. For that. And I'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes so everybody can uh, 
easily find the links and, and help spread the word about helpusadopt.org. So thank you, Becky, for coming in and joining us. You do a great service. Thanks, Tim. Congratulations. Have a great time. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Terrific. Yep. Take care. All right. Awesome interview with Becky Fawcett. Thanks to her for all of her insight. And you could tell, you could hear the passion in her voice. I mean, it's obvious she's doing what she's doing for a reason. She's very passionate about helping families. And because she's been in the situation, like she said, she's she's an adopted mom. She needs been where you are and trying to build your family through adoption. And it's so great to have an organization like HelpUsAdopt.org out there that is awarding so much money to, to families. And like she said, changing lives, building families. So please uh, go check out. They're just a truly special organization. Go check them out and share them, especially like Becky said, over social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever your favorite social media channel is. Spend some time and uh, share them um, and share this podcast because it's not just um, going to their website and reading the information, but if you hear the tone of her voice, the passion in her voice, that makes a difference in in putting a a voice behind the organization. So you're not just reading things on paper, but you're hearing who's behind the organization in in Becky and and her husband Kip. So please um, share this podcast and um, and share their information and go out on their website and look at their grant application. I just pulled it up and it's not very long. And yeah, it asks uh, some detailed questions, but not unlike anything you've done already in your adoption uh, homework uh, through your home study or through working with your agency or attorney. So it's really an easy process and it's free, 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 free application. You can't beat that. Go check it out in their frequently asked questions page. I'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes so you can easily get to it. And uh, find out all about them and read her story too. It's really interesting. Uh, she's a very detailed story about how they adopted their son, and a link to um, how they adopted their daughter as well, and a link to her blog, which is aninfertileblonde.com. So uh, I really encourage you to go check that out. So I encourage you to go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash 26. You get all the links that we talked about today on the episode. And also, while you're there, if you have not yet got my four free adoption resources, they're really like mini eBooks, but they'll help you in saving time, money, and stress on your journey, on your infant adoption journey. So go check them out. All you have to do is enter your email address. What that's going to do is give you the four free, free resources, but it also will sign you up to get automatic updates from me. So anytime I come out with a new blog post, or a new podcast episode, it'll be there for you um, immediately. So right there in your email inbox. So thank you so much for, for doing that. And thank you so much for listening. I enjoy bringing these to you every week. And I encourage you to go check them out. You can find this these episodes on iTunes or on my website, infantadoptionguide.com. We're also over on Stitcher. So thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. In the meantime... Keep reaching for your dream of becoming parents through adoption. Take care. Talk to you next time.